You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, theatre folks, one and all. Welcome back to the We Are Theatre podcast. We are still in Gander. We are still kicking it with the cast from Come From Away Australia as they head back into the theatre uh, for their uh, reopening, I guess, here in Australia. And today we are joined by Angela, one of the standbys for the cast of Come From Away Australia. Hey, Angela, how are you going? I'm very well, thank you. I am really excited to have you here. But first of all, what is your favourite thing um, about the Come From Away story? by the story um, is that it's about kindness, regardless of who you are or where you're from and how people come together in times of crisis and uh, unite. That's pretty good summary. Hey, um, being a part of this show, what's something that you've learnt that you've really, like, connected to Um through, like, your discovery of your characters and that type of thing? That you're not an island, (laughs) so to speak. Um, Yes, that how much I love working in an ensemble show, Mm. and that's what it is. You you just cannot do it on your own. Um, It's a show that really hands the baton. I mean, it's a marathon of a show to start with it's 100 minutes non-stop no interval uh 12 actors on stage uh handing the baton yeah in this marathon of a incredible story which is true this is the other thing so the challenge always is is to bring incredible truth to the story um as an actor so revisiting those skills uh, not just performing it and wacka 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 and putting up your jazz hands. Um, you've got to honour these real people and this real story and play multiple characters with honesty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has that made you like approach your kind of um, process a little differently? Like knowing that they're like the real truth behind it, knowing that these people like are still living that type of thing. Was there a different process for you in kind of trying to understand what they went through? Um, I mean, I think the process with an actor is to find the truth in whatever you're doing anyway. I think with this, um, you really had to 
dig deep, not act. Mm. <laughs> um, I think that, and that was the overall direction is um, stop acting, just stop acting, just tell the story, um, discover the need of the scene, play that and pass it on. This show is so cool. Like, just the, the, I think the mass ensemble effect, like, there's not many shows out there that are like it, um, especially non-intermission um, musicals of sorts as well. So being on stage, and obviously as a standby, you get to cover different roles. What is that like for you, um, getting to go on for those different roles on different nights and get to experience the story from different perspectives? incredibly stressful but <laughs> but I mean once you know the show and you get your head around all the staging um, which is incredibly intricate um, Kelly Devine's staging and choreography working with these 12 chairs and a couple of tables and of course we've got I think there's 200 spikes on the on the deck, on on the um, floor, which you have to place all your um, chairs and so forth. So other than the staging and sort of freaking out which chair where and what number am I on and all of that sort of stuff, um, the wonderful thing about being a standby is that you get to play. I mean, not just sort of play these other, you know, all the different characters, but you... You get to explore your your diversity and your um, um, skills. Yeah. To yeah, you go out. You you're in the playpen and and off you go and have fun. Whoever you are, but because the consistent need of the skill is to be honest and truthful, um, it sort of doesn't tend to be an acting challenge anymore once you know the stuff <laughs> and the three million harmonies and all the different accents and uh and then the staging which is which is the it is stressful you know but once you're on and you're on that sort of electric train I mean once that bodrum goes at the beginning bah, 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 you're on it does not stop and because it's an ensemble show and the cast are just so beautiful and everything's done with kindness and generosity in the you know spirit of the show everyone's looking after your back you know so yeah it's it's a beautiful thing <laughs> what was your actual like introduction to the show how did you first um kind of learn about this show and had you seen it before you got cast in it no well I was one of the ones who hadn't seen the um the little bootleg that was floating around uh before the auditions so but they did send us the full script Okay. which was wonderful. You know, you don't often get that in auditions. Um, so I just enjoyed reading that with no knowledge really. I did a little bit of sort of research of, oh, what, what, what is this and what is this about, you know. So I really sort of researched the, the people from Gander, Newfoundland, and their story. 
Um, so, yeah, I'd seen a few sort of promotional clips. Yeah. I didn't know who was who or what was what, but uh, I knew something special was going on. Yeah. Going from page to stage, how how was that transition from you, like, reading it? And obviously when you read things, like, you picture something in your head, how did that translate to kind of what you're a part of now after reading it and going on stage? Um, really well. I think because I hadn't seen it, I was, it was, you know, sort of a, a privilege really to just start at the beginning with the word, you know, and um, um, transitioning was extraordinary. I mean, I remember us all first day at rehearsals and the requirement for that was everyone had to be off book before the first day of rehearsals and the standbys had to be off book with two characters. We hadn't had any sort of um, accent work, dialect work, um, so you just sort of had to bring, you know, off book on the first day. That was extraordinary and a really weird thing to do without the process to begin with, um, but there's no way you can stage this with a script in your hand, full stop. It's just impossible because it moves so quickly. Um, so, but but we were very lucky that the table work, once we, you know, started, um, was long. You know, we were, we were table working for at least 10 days before anyone stood up. And then, of course, dropping in all the music and and the music, um, a lot of the dialogue, it's all underscored. So it's, uh, yeah, wow, it's bringing it all back to me now. And it was such an exciting process. Um, But thank God we were off book so we could just, yeah, start afresh. And speaking Mm. of being afresh, you're kind of getting to do that right now getting that kind of reset into the reboot of the show of you guys coming back after lockdown so what's it been like kind of um getting back together with like the whole company getting to kind of restage this show ready to go back in front of audiences oh totally so we've got five new cast members and um, which includes a couple of more standbys so we've got actually um, uh, three, uh, four, four females and four male standbys now just to cover the show because of COVID and the whole whole thing. Um, it's been fantastic. We've gone back to the beginning and we sat down and did the table work again because all the new people needed to know the beginning um, of the story, how it happened, watch all the videos together, cry together as we're, you know, watching all the documentaries on 9-11. And then, um, yes, we were able to sort of discuss the show. The other thing is the associate director and choreographer are with us at the moment from America after they're doing their, you know, quarantine and so forth here. And they've done the show two more times since you know we opened oh what was it when did we open what is the year does anyone know the year (laughs) um we opened in 
yeah, um, what was it, July 2019. So they've done a couple more productions since then. They've been refining everything um, that this show can be. I mean, it's always been in a glorious place, um, but it's even more detailed and more refined. And as the director said, he said, you know, we're actually different people now. You know, since March we of last year, we're different. The world is different. How are we going to approach the work now? And we all had to sort of question that. Um, so it's even more nuanced now. I mean, I can't wait for everyone to see it. It's just, it's in a beautiful place at the minute. We've got all the wonderful new energy of the new people. Um, and it just... It means more than ever. Yeah. I just like got a little emotional through that whole thing. That yeah, I did a little bit too. <laughs> the, the fact that people are thinking, cool, people are going to approach the arts differently. They're going to walk back into a theatre. I remember the first time I went to see Frozen and walking back into that theatre, like I was like, I'm back in a theatre. Like just walking through the doors, it was like, oh, wow. Okay, I'm actually here. Yeah. So how... And it just meant a little more being able – I'm actually literally crying. Um, being able to, like, watch a show and, like, see performers and just, like, guys, it's going to be so special for you guys going to see this show. I, I kid you not. Like Yes. And for audiences to come and have a communal experience together um, once again. And that's what theatre is in that moment, in that time, to go on that journey and this particular journey is extraordinary. I mean, we're sort of struggling with tears at the moment through the show while we're doing it, and we've got to get that out of our systems because we're revisiting it. And personally, we're having all these um, experiences because of the story again, and um, it's good. We've got to get it out of our system. So we hand it over to the audience and they can go on the journey while while we tell this story. Yeah. Mm. You mentioned um, different dialects and um, that type of thing earlier. How many different kind of accents and that type of thing do you have to cover in this show? Ah, now, here we go. Well, uh, there must be about 10 different accents in the show because the show isn't just about the Newfoundlanders. Mm -hmm. It's about the come from a ways. So the Newfoundland people call anyone who's not from Newfoundland the aways. And so, yeah, they come from aways. So it's about the passengers as well. And they're from all over the world when they are grounded and stranded in Newfoundland for five days. So we have all sorts of American accents, Southerners and, um, you know, and then we've got use of English people and French people and, and then, of course, we've got uh, the, the, the Hindis and the South Africans and the, I mean, it, it's just, it's everything. Mm. It's a great kind of expression of multiculturalism on stage as well with like diversity of actors and everything like that. It's just a fantastic celebration of life, I think, this show. Um, from how you should treat people just to being able to express different cultures and that type of thing on stage. I absolutely love this show. Um, To wrap things up, Angela, what is your favourite moment in the show? 
Oh, come on. My <laughs> one favourite moment, one favourite moment. Well, I tell you what, I was having a little tear the other day. Luckily, I was looking up over onto stage left up into the wings where we're all still and um, it's revealed. Oh, well, should I say that? I don't know. Most people do. Anyway, it's a moment. Okay. Listening to this would have seen the show, you mean? Probably. This episode's coming out about two weeks after you open, so most people probably, probably by now. If you're listening to this, you've seen it. (laughs) Well, I won't give it away, but there is a beautiful relationship that develops between two people in the show um, of Beulah, who is a Newfoundlander. Um, She's head of the school there and, and Hannah, who's a passenger, and her son is part of the first responders at the scene on the day and she doesn't and she spends those five days trying to find out what's happened to him anyway it's the moment in the show where um Beulah and Hannah communicate about that and it gets me every time yeah I just got like a mm. massive rush of chills just <sighs> well guys that yeah that emotionally charged ending we are gonna wrap things up there thank you so much angela for coming and chatting um it's a pleasure to have you here and for you guys at home listening if you want to catch angela any of the other cast members that we're having here on the show uh in come from away while it's here in australia make sure you're doing it um check out comefromaway.com.au for more ticket information and we will see you next week with a brand new episode of the we are theater podcast bye guys Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 